You're listening to an Anazal Ministries podcast. Well, hey everyone. Hey, System Mac Theologians. We are here this evening with a what's new and uh, the hottest of hot right now. What's new is One Piece and Ahsoka, One Piece live action, Ahsoka live action show on Disney Plus. Got some yin, yang, two sides, the same puzzle. The shirt uh, Will is very balanced. And uh, mentioning Will, we're here today with Will and with TJ, some Star Wars and um, at least one other One Piece aficionado. We, we might be working on Will here. We might be working on Will. Based yeah, on we've got to convert Will. Yeah, yeah. we've got to convert Will. It's just, a, it's a huge commitment, you know? The show helps. The, the, the live action show helps. It does. Right. There you go. Hey, that's, I think that's the design and intent of a live action show, but we'll get into yeah. that. Um, how are you guys doing today? I'm I'm good. I, I, I did go surfing today, chase some hurricane waves. Hurricane Lee split the uprights, which means it went between the Outer Banks and Bermuda, which okay. is all what surfers want to do. East Coast surfers want that to happen. So I'm a little tired, had some other church stuff, but um, watched Ahsoka last night and then woke up early to go surfing. So I'm good. I'm good. Excellent. Well, Excellent. What about you, TJ? Where are you at today? Man, I, I, today I worked and then uh, finally made it through Apex Legends Season 18 ranked matchmaking. Placement matches, horrible, horrible stuff. <laughs> wow. If you're out there in the Apex Legends world, you know, more power to you. That's that's its own own thing going on over there. Um, I'm having one of those days. I don't know if you're having one of those days, but a rough day for me at work. So I am ready for some good old fashioned systematic theologian escape them. So here we are. Let's uh, let's jump in and start by talking this evening about the Ahsoka show. So uh, this week's show was somewhat of a big deal. Um, uh, they Disney Plus put it in select runs and in theaters even for this episode. Uh, definitely some cinematic um, uh, mastery going on. So what did you guys think? What was your first, uh, what were your first uh, impressions of the Ahsoka episode we had last night? Oh, man. TJ, go for it. So I, I actually kind of got spoiled. Uh, I was so we were in here, me and my roommate last night, because I was, I've got like a, a special project going on for my dad. That's like a, a late Christmas present. It's a little, you know, I don't want to say it on stream because he might see it, but it might be Christmas like this Christmas. You could give yeah, it to him. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it might take that long. But uh, you know, I was showing him like the build and stuff, and Ahsoka was playing on my other monitor. And then he started asking me questions about Ahsoka. And I was like, what, dude, we're watching at the same time. I don't know. And then I looked something up and the cast list showed Hayden Christensen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I hadn't seen episode five yet. Um, so I was like, oh, OK, cool, whatever. Uh, <laughs> so I, don't know, I think it was pretty good. Uh, yeah, I think it was pretty good. I feel like they could have done uh I mean, Hayden Christensen, I feel like, got done his justice. But the flashback scenes, they seem kind of clunky. Yeah. Uh, it seemed like the the yeah. clone troopers were like AI, not actually, but just yeah. kind of slow. They just hit copy and paste on Tamara Morrison, you know? Yeah. And that's yeah. how that works. It works kind of did that in the prequels, too. They did that in the prequels, too. They copy and pasted. Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> uh, but... Yeah. Overall, like I thought it was really good. I think nice. this might be my favorite uh, live action Star Wars. Okay. Show. 
No. I feel like when it concludes, we need to put it head to head. Uh, for me, like we need to talk about like this show in conversation with Andor and with like the first season specifically of The Mandalorian. Yeah. Um, I think those are the the big three contenders that are going to be on the top of people's list. Yeah. I, have yeah. A, I have a friend who said this is the best thing to happen to live action Star Wars since Revenge of the Sith, which Ooh, kind wow. of shows his age and my age. <laughs> Wow. Well, you know, he, if, you're, if you're a fan of Revenge of the Sith and the Clone Wars and the Clone Troopers and then the actual animated Clone Wars cartoon and Ahsoka, then, yeah, this is going to be a, at your top of your list. I yeah. think uh, the series as a whole, I've, I've loved it. I think is everything that I wanted for an Ahsoka show. Like mm-hmm. if, if they are, you tell me, what do you want to see happen in an Ahsoka show? I want to see her being a little bit of broody, a little bit of mystery. I want to see her lightsaber battle. I want to see the yeah. cast of Rebels come in. I want to see a grandscape of a universe and them exploring and trying to figure out what's going on with what happened before and after and her past and mm-hmm. is she a jedi or not and i i think all that's in there my only nitpick old man nitpick is it's just like i think um some of the dialogue acting and editing is, is somewhat often clunky to me there's certain scenes that they just hang on them too long and i'm like what what are we doing or maybe that's on purpose or not like i i don't know there's some there's some editing choices that i'm still kind of and i felt that way with obi-wan i like the, the story of obi-wan and some stuff but there's some editing stuff that i was like what is, what are we doing um and so I feel like that same thing is happening here, but the grand scope of the storytelling and what's happening with her journey is great. And I think even my wife who didn't watch any of the anime stuff, only watched like the main movies, um, have watched some of the live action TV shows on Disney plus, but pretty much doesn't know who Ahsoka is. She's been watching and follow along and then she'll say, pause it, ask a question like, okay, cool. And then go back into it. So that's, mm-hmm. it's holding her attention. Who's not in there too. But I, I would say the cliffhanger, we can go into different episodes, but I, yeah, Mm-hmm. The first two were great. The third one, the dogfight in space was so Star Wars so, and, and, yeah. and, and like you get spaceships fighting lasers and dogfighting her hopping on space what, the yeah. the ship and doing her thing. I was like, man, that's so cool. And then four started off a little slow, but then at the end, I love ba- Balin skull. Like, yeah. You know, yeah, so much, and I hate that this actor know. passed Very away. Expensive. That I don't know if they they kill him off at the end of the season, or if they had plans for him. If they had to do, have to recast, but like the way he carries the weight of like a classic Star Wars character who's a Sith, but not is just so yeah. awesome. And so them fighting it out in episode four and then the cliffhanger and then what happened last night um going through these flashback scenes with young uh, uh so i mean i hope people know if we're talking about this there's spoilers like oh yeah, um, yeah. don't watch this yeah um i love the young ahsoka i love walking through they could only do so much i think creating the clone wars without like just breaking the bank and doing all yeah. those things so i kind of get it they had to make it smoking elusive they're in a dreamlike yeah. World yeah. between worlds place so it has to be that way um but but i think um all in all I, i'm glad they didn't get like too time trippy and like she hopped in and met thrawn face to face through like a portal or changed the course of history of of star wars by doing something in the world between right. worlds which i was a little nervous about um dave filoni knows what he's doing with these characters because they're his and he yeah. directed and wrote last night and man i thought I thought it was great. Yeah. And we we'll get a little bit later, James. You tell your thing, but like, okay, when you have two Lutheran pastors here, 
We're going to oh. talk baptismal theology. Oh, we got to talk about and, the baptism scene. We got to talk about baptism. And, and Jonah, Jonah, the, the story. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Like, I didn't even I, make that connection yet. Okay. What? Right James. I know. On. I know. I'm tired. It's been a day. I know you're tired. But they're not whales. All right. <laughs> yeah. It, Neither was Leviathan. They're, they're big space fish, okay? Big space fish. So, yeah, do your, do your take. I talk way too much, but I'm geeking out on this. Oh, I love it. I love that last night's episode, and and man, it, it's what's hot right now, and I can't wait to see. We have three more episodes left, so we'll go from there. James, what's your hot take? And then we'll talk some baptismal theology. My uh, So, first off, I'll start with my favorite uh, piece of um, meme content that I've seen over the past a uh, couple weeks and uh you're absolutely right one of the one of the other pieces of, of memes that i've seen is uh someone saying ah hayden christensen but with great acting skills yeah um his his performance uh he really did nail it um true enough um but my favorite my favorite meme that i've seen so far is just a picture of dave filoni holding a sign and someone has you know inscribed on the sign your star wars theory sucks um yeah. <laughs> because so many people are just like out there and like way left field with some crazy theories and it's just like you know occam's razor the simplest answer is often the most uh, correct answer definitely proved to be true um with this most recent episode I, I love this i love this series um i love these characters i don't think however that they have come through on their promise that you don't need to watch Rebels or Clone Wars uh, yeah. to understand fully yeah. what's going on. Um, I, th I think so. I, I think what I've heard pretty consistently is the biggest piece of criticism for the show is that the characters themselves sort of feel like there's some clunky writing and they feel very stoic and reserved. Right. Um, and if you don't know their story, right, um, Sorry. we're getting to one piece. Don't worry. No, 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 um, right. if, if you don't know their <laughs> stories here, right, like you don't understand how they got to this sort of like jaded, stoic, reserved point. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I think what they tried to do is like have that invite people in and like wonder why they're like that. But yeah, um, the mystery box of it all. I don't know if it worked. Yeah fully in the way that they thought it was going to work. And that's why I think some of the scenes, some of the dialogue feels TJ, as you said, just kind of, kind of clunky, kind of, I, I, I leaned over to my fiance last night and I just said, you know, they're, um, I love it, but like they're doing, uh, so little with so much, you know, like yeah. the, the see this action sequences are incredible. No complaints. But it yeah. just feels, for me, very, very drawn out and very little plot progress happens over the course of each episode. The first two episodes were great. Things were moving quick. Felt like we were going where we need to go. These last two episodes, we have really slowed the pace down yeah and, and i agree like they'll they'll hang on a scene a little too long and i'm like yeah. why are we why are we still watching I, I know like they're the contemplative jedi stoic um i'm a master but yeah i'm looking out into the distance but even like the relationship between like um sabine and, and ahsoka like there, there's some mystery there and I, and I like the master and apprentice level but then the sense of urgency or the dialogue is, is a little a little clunky but i yeah. that's made up with the fact that there's cool lightsaber battles and yeah, good lasers sure. and balan is like just 
takes over takes over when when he when he's when he takes over like the orange lightsaber and his dialogue and i i like it that they're not there's acrobatics but they're not like flipping all over the place um like the prequels like they're they're walking around like samurai warriors right feeling each other out and they're like um their own style fighting style position you know and and even like episode four like you know with vader and obi-wan just kind of circling around each other taking it in what's going on i i like them hanging on those scenes i I, that gets me but it's the the dialogue in the cockpit of the ghost or other places that you're kind of like okay um yeah for sure ironically that's like a problem one piece also famously has Yes, that's the the yes. way most people yes. these days like catch up to One Piece is by yes. uh, watching One Pace, which yep. cuts out mm-hmm. all of those scenes. Yep. Oh, in the anime uh, yeah. TV show, not the, yeah. not the recent, not one. not the yeah. not the one we're talking about, but yeah. right, yeah, um, for for sure, yeah, similar critique could easily be leveled, especially at the anime of One Piece manga. Manga feels a little different, but um, oh, yeah. the anime One Piece, so many flashbacks, but but for Ahsoka. <laughs> I really, I'm so excited for the Pergil to to like be back in the story. There we go. The the coolest part of Rebel Rebels. It was so sick, and Mm. ever since then, they've just been like vaguely alluding to them being around here and there. They look yeah. In episode three, they're like dogfighting around them, and I'm like, oh, this is so cool. This is so cool. And I, we know they show that would show back up, and as a way to get to where they need to go. But man, they really show back up. Um, in episode, (laughs) they looked incredibly fantastic too. Yeah, I mean, like who pay the VFX people because they're they're doing their job, especially with those burgles. It for me, I think one of the things as the episode went along, um where Ahsoka just like seemed to acquire some new abilities that she hasn't demonstrated before. Like when she, when she picked up the map and sort of did the force memory ability that Cal Kestis is really known for in the yeah. star Wars fallen order and, and survivor games. Um, I was like, can, can anyone just do that now? Cause that, that right. was a special thing up until this moment <laughs> that not everyone could do. And then when she, when she connected with the Pergol, um, two very similar to how Ezra does in Star Wars Rebels. I'm like, I thought that was also sort of a special, unique force ability. Yeah. So there was there was some flattening of those kind of cool elements of Star Wars, those niche things that um, I didn't super love. I would have loved if if Jason had done the force memory thing, yeah. and then that was a special ability that he has that he just awoke in that moment. Hmm. Um, but I digress. Yeah. Also, I love <laughs> Jason. I like conceptually so far like yeah uh even just by his name jason like jason solo a real good star wars child from before <laughs> disney right. owned it i wonder i wonder if that name is a hint hmm. um jason solo jason sandulo are they going to bring in some legends content for his future so. story and, and plot so that is that's ah, one thing, thank you yes psychometry thank that's you. one thank thing you. i noticed uh, in episode two one or two uh, where the Night Sister mentions the Eye of Sion. Mm. Yep. And, like Darth Sion. Yep. And they said nothing else about it except, you know, having it. But man. Yeah, they're 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 poking at some legends, some some pretty classic legends content and stuff. And we'll we'll see. I think it I think those Easter eggs are sprinkled in there really intentionally. 
the people. Yeah, Floney Floney knows that really well, and then you know he's using his characters from from Rebels and and uh, Clone Wars, those things. But then you know he's using some some Legends and extended universe and expanded universe things, and that's 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 a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I, all right, so let's let's talk. Can can we talk real fast about like um, baptismal theology? I have one more problem with the Make film. Go for it. We'll baptize. Uh, they run so slowly. <laughs> yes. Ahsoka is so fast and she runs so slowly yeah. in the live action. <laughs> Somehow, I guess force speed does not translate. Yeah. Every time I watch a, a Star Wars show and there's like no force speed, like, what do you. Yeah. Is that one staying like right. For, right. for one person only? Like, do we not, not do that anymore? Yeah. That's good. That's we'll bring that up. Yeah, thanks for naming another problem. I feel like we we're just sitting around talking about the issues we have with this episode. This episode, for me at least, was incredible. I oh, love yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, we're 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 splitting hairs here. Mm-hmm. Um, Hayden Christian's performance was was excellent. Um, the scenes of the, the flashback scenes were, I think, really well done. Some awesome cameos. Um, so there. moving. Like even like the young. Like I don't get that emotional with Star Wars, but like like I get excited about it. But like when young Ahsoka is like over a clone trooper's body and, and like yeah. sad, like I've legitimately felt hand. myself tearing up and I'm like, why am I tearing up? Like, I'm like, this is good. This is moving. Like this whole thing of war and what's going on in her journey and what she has to emerge out of, like, and the whole Vader thing. And the, like the, yeah. the, the Sith eyes, like there's a part where she's flirted with the, with the yeah. dark side and her mm-hmm. eyes flash. Like that could be yep. her, like, mm-hmm. Uh, so so freaking good but yeah i mean i don't know if feloni is catholic or liturgical or or has christian background but in terms of like biblical um liturgical uh, like ancient um you know church capital c theology of baptism they nailed it like it it's like um you know you die to oneself and emerge as someone new and she even had like lighter clothes on like she had a white a white Mm -hmm. tunic she her rising out and being brought out um by the x-wing fighter out of the waters literally dead but then waking up to a new way of seeing you could see her face just being brighter a little bit more smiley like Mm -hmm. all right i've come through and finished my my training and um or maybe she hadn't finished training but almost or maybe she did like maybe she has finished her training she has that resolution with anakin to move on and um but this rise into new life water life new life emerging out of out of water was was incredible right yeah no it was i mean irregardless of (laughs) feloni's personal convictions he's definitely pulling on some some really timeless sort of conversion motif imagery um certainly baptism is where we would locate that um but uh yeah it's i think with that ahsoka the act Maybe what, what am I trying to parse out here? If if her writing and dialogue gets better or different, or we, it feels more sort of organic and less sort of like clunky and stoic, you know, we can look back at this moment as being like, oh, that was intentional. Right came before this, you know what I mean? So it, that remains to be seen. I think we we saw a little flash flashes of that here and there. Um, but I think like this is this is going to be a series because of that moment in particular that we're going to have to wait to judge really some of these things until we see the entirety of it and see, you know, the, the development and, and and the plot sort of go forward. Yeah. And then hopefully like Hera gets her own baptism moment and becomes less stoic. 
<laughs> well, yeah, there you go. There you go. Um, and, and, you know, and, and if you if you go, we're going to go back to the Jonah image of like in a whale being transported to a place where you're called to go. Like I've always seen uh, the fish or the whale or the, that transportation that happens in Jonah as a means of grace to, to course correct where Jonah should be going, not necessarily as a punishment, but, but a, a means of grace to lead him where he's being called to go. And so here, here coming out of baptism and Jesus uses the image of Jonah uh, and the whale or Jonah yeah, and the fish three days rising again. Like he, Jesus even uses that as a part of yeah. his own story of death and resurrection. So here you go. Uh, you were using a um, death resurrection motif of, of new life and her literally going into a pergol being transported to somewhere where uh, not knowing where she's going to go or what she's going to meet when she gets there. Are they going to repent? Is she going to be war? Are things going to be okay? Not where I, I just love that so much. And um and it was it was it was on the nose, but man, I I'm there for it. I thought it was great. Literally on the nose. She tapped it on the nose, and then yeah. the imagery was on the nose. So <laughs> I don't. The my favorite part about that was I just caught me off guard. I should have expected this, but the bristles that they had in their mouths, yeah. like, like an actual okay. whale. I was like, oh man, that's really cool. <laughs> what did they eat? That was super interesting to me because I'm yeah. What do they eat? Space krill? They eat space yeah, yeah, krill? Yeah. So I'm looking, I'm watching the show and I, it starts to open its mouth and I was like, oh, it's baleen. Why is it baleen? <laughs> what is it filtering out of the air to eat? Right. Mm-hmm. X-wing what fighters. Is it space dust? Actually, you know what Rebels does, I think, answer this question. There's a whole episode where they first encounter the Purgle and they're like on some system that it's mining specific. Yeah, yeah they eat space right. dust. I'm okay. trying to remember. Yeah, yeah. Space yeah. dust. But I didn't remember that at the time. <laughs> it's been a long time since i watched rebels i didn't yeah. until this moment you're right yeah but super cool design i love it yeah it would her. be much much scarier if they were like toothed or beaked whales in space <laughs> norwals space norwals space yeah norwals. we were there james we got it we're right there jinx <laughs> that's so good all right but good. I, I, Any, anything oh, else go yeah anything else with this particular i know you I, i'm 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 not a big one piece fan i love the live action i'm halfway through the um the series but i know you guys are like super fans so i'm i'm ready yeah. to hear what your take on that and, okay, and yeah. to help me through that but I do, anything else on a second yes uh uh hera harrison Dula's actor mary yeah. elizabeth winstead mm-hmm. i know is a great actor most people don't recognize her that's ramona flowers from scott pilgrim versus the world what Whoa, wait a minute. Also, blue Pastor Will's mind. Also currently married to Owen McGregor. Yeah, I knew he she didn't know that. Ah, I, didn't know. I did not realize. Now I know she looks her. Ah, I love Scott Pilgrim yeah. so much. It's like my my top five, maybe yeah. favorite movies of all time. So yeah, like I love it so much. And so now that it's remote, I'm gonna love her even more. Yeah, are you excited how for the, she is. You excited for the Netflix animated Scott Pilgrim? Heck yeah. Heck yeah. When is that gonna drop? November. I think I'm there for it next year sometime. I'm not sure. I love those graphic novels first. And then when they would do a whole episode on Scott Pilgrim, but yeah, genius. But Ramona as Hera now. Okay, great. Fantastic. She still has also in sky high. (laughs) Deep cut, deep cut, deep cut. Oh, that's Fun. Well, hey, uh, so so obviously, that uh, is there going to be a season prediction? I don't know if it's out there. Season two of Ahsoka. I know Dave Filoni has a a movie of like the Filoni verse, Mandalorian, um, 
uh, Ahsoka, Boba Fett, they're all going to come together to these animated shows. And um, live action shows are going to come together for a big movie here. The Rise Strike is going to set it back some more, but that's coming. Are we going to have another season of Ahsoka? How is this season going to end, do you guys think? So I think that Filoni... Thrawn will either be the, like the driving force behind the big movie yeah. mm-hmm. or yeah. and if, if not, then like, yes, absolutely. There is going to be a Soka season two because Thrawn's not somebody you take out in the next four episodes. Yeah, he might get yeah. revealed in the last episode and then like, oh, you're ready for season two, uh, yeah. three years from now or something. Yeah, yeah. I think the pace is going to have to pick up the second season. Um, there's either I think there either will be a second season or it will be a directly tie into the movie. Um, I don't know if some of the other shows are there yet, mm-hmm. which makes me wonder like, is, is the Mandalorian, is that cast of character set and ready for this, this crossover movie? I don't know that they are. Um, I don't know what a season four of that looks like, but um, it's going it, to, it's going to be an interesting question. I think uh, we will see more of Ahsoka. I, I do think she makes it out of this season. Um, I think I would be doubtful that she makes it out of whatever crossover movie. I think they're setting her up to be that sort of emotional uh, mm-hmm. character that makes that ultimate sacrifice probably during that movie. Um, I, the only reason I'm speculating this is because she is in that sort of litany of voices that Ray hears yeah. Um, yeah. at the end. She's not like somewhere else in some galaxy. She is with the living force at that point. So um and is Jason is Jason going to be a part of Luke Skywalker's Jedi Academy, or um, or is he going to survive and move on? Um, I like this droid that makes lightsabers. Is that the same droid that is at um, Galaxy's Edge that gives you and makes your um, lightsabers? Uh, so at Gal- yeah. Galaxy's Edge, it's not a droid. Okay. Uh, at least not like so. Like the little one, the non-experience one, it might be. Right. But it's been like nine years since I did that one. Mm-hmm. If it's so not, it's gonna be. Hu Yang is coming for you, people. Yeah, Hu Yang's awesome. I love Hu yeah. Yang. Shout out to David Tennant. Shout yeah. Also, I'm super not- funny that David Tennant is just a robot. Yeah. <laughs> I want to know behind the scenes, like if he acted those scenes too, like if he's in a VFX sort of. I'm sure he is. Probably. Yeah. David Tennant, the unsung hero of like so many different projects, and mm-hmm. them. All right, let's do it. Let's Are do we setting this. our sails? setting our sales all right i'm just gonna listen i just will say that i find this show super charming i like the actors i like the main um luffy is the main character that i uh, just fantastic is james avatar for systematic ecology and um like the characters and their backstories and kind of going i i i like this world i didn't know this world a lot uh, until the live action maybe i l- tried to watch an anime or i looked at the manga a little bit but like that my main interest to this world is this live action and i and i like the world they're in so I'm I'm for I'm going to finish it here soon, but um, you guys take over. What What do you think? Uh, teach me. Uh, I'm I'm the apprentice to the masters, Oof. and I have about ten minutes. So do it in ten minutes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, uh, first thing I want to say is that uh, the One Piece is real. Um, it's out the there. Piece. The, the One Piece, Piece is real. The One Piece is real. Um, it, this series has been a ton of fun. I have had to let go of 
um, a lot of things to be <laughs> able to have enduring fun with it. Um, I've just had to, to recognize that because of the necessities of live action, mm-hmm. because of the necessities of the format, because of the cost to produce these sets and all of this yeah. stuff, it's going to necessarily have to be um, adapted in a different way than the manga and the anime was. And so for coherence sake, right, the writers and creators of the show have had to order things differently, have had to introduce characters at different times, like, for instance, the Garp thing. So in the manga anime, you don't find out Garp is Luffy's um, sorry, this spoils it for you. Will. I don't know if you're there yet. You don't find out that um, uh, Garp was Luffy's grandfather until like manga chapter almost 400. I mean, yeah. it's like you're you're four or five arcs past where the show yeah. ends when you find Garp, out. Garp's first appearance period, I think, is in like 97, and that's just on a cover. Correct. Yeah, he's not even like in and when this manga period unfolds, Garp is not a part of this at all. Kobe is, Hamepo is, Captain Morgan, yes, um, Kuro, you know. Uh, so you, you, it's just going to have to necessarily be a different thing. I love so much that Oda Sensei has blessed it um, and put his stamp on it. That means a lot to me um, as a One Piece fan. Um, <laughs> Josh jumped in earlier and said we we need a whole episode dedicated to this. We probably do, so we can we can treat this ten minutes as a teaser. Right. Um, yeah, what's new? We did, yeah, when the when the season, I mean, I guess is all out, but like, yeah, a whole a whole particular. I was just on this but, analyzing it, but there's so I, many One Piece fans in our host land. I know it's a big deal in in fandom. So like that, yeah, one hundred percent. But just sort of litmus test here. Um, for me at least on the success of the show is your reaction. Will. Mm-hmm. you know, I think yep. this, this show um, was designed to invite people into this world um, and get their hooks in them and make them more interested in the manga or the anime. And I think it 10 out of 10 met and exceeded that because expectation. It's not, it's not just when it gets, if you were just like, Oh, I'm gonna click on this. Cause it's a Netflix show and it's about pirates. Cool. Yeah. You know, but then like all of a sudden it's, it's almost like a cartoon world. It's a fantasy world. It's a superhero world. Mm-hmm. There's their special effects. People have powers. It's like, what is going on here? Yeah. And, but I know Scott, you know, same with Scott. We talked about Scott Pilgrim, same way. Like you're in that world, they're real, their relationships all of a sudden it turns into like a video game and there's like superpowers and swords pulling out of people. And Scott Pilgrim has leveled up an extra life or mean yeah. of life. Like all, all those things are happening and the same thing is happening happening here and i i think i i don't i guess i put on priest to the geeks but on our facebook page but like i mean luffy like i'm like please someone who's doing a fantastic four movie and talks about reed richards and mr fantastic like please watch yeah. how, how he does this like this is how mr fantastic should be I uh, in, in live action and uh and and i it, the charm the the i want to know more about the characters and they that that's coming and they're charming and like the the hope or the redemption and the quest that everybody's on. I I'm there. I think I think it's fun. I, mm-hmm. I think it's fun. And mm-hmm. and I go in having fun. I'm not looking at. And you're James you're talking. You went in. You had to let go of some things. That's the same way I feel about like Star Wars. Or, yeah, or right, yeah. Or, you know, um, Love and Thunder. I had to let, let my favorite comic book of almost all time is that Jason Aaron run of Thor and. 
there's no way they could match it that and then so i went and having fun i had fun i had nitpick it and it's not the best movie thor movie of mine out there that i love but but you go in you set um expectations uh, tj is is such a good uh master to uh, i'll be his apprentice when it comes to expectations and going in to enjoy and, and have fun with it but that's the stewardship of our of our geekdom that uh and fanboyishness. um so so yeah i love it it's fun it's introduced me to this world it has me asking questions and so i'll finish the season and then i'll you know maybe keep going and let you guys sh share with me your favorite five episodes of the anime and i'll watch those next yeah so you may be shocked to hear this okay. i did not have expectations for this okay. yeah yeah i'm not yeah probably, smart. <laughs> probably very wise that, yes. that this needed to give me nothing i'm already mm -hmm. a fan of the show mm -hmm. they've got me they've had me for the past thousand and fifty chapters <laughs> the first things were a little rough but uh yeah i thought this was fantastic actually uh because I'm not reading it as like, okay, they're adapting One Piece. This is a new separate One Piece for a more casual fan. That being said, it's still like eight hours long. Yeah. Seven hours long. I like a lot of the changes that they make, mm -hmm. personally. Uh, I feel like it helps a lot with the, I, I like to call it macro versus micro pacing. Uh, One Piece, the anime has really bad micro pacing issues. Yes. So like scenes stay too long. You know, stare down way too long, Vista too long, stuff like that. That's micro pacing. Macro pacing is. Uh, I also had this haircut to be fair. Uh, kind of rude to do that from the the podcast's channel, but you know. That was me. I wrote that in. Oh, okay. I wrote that. In. That was oh, me. Oh, good. Okay, that makes me feel better about it. That's, that's yeah, so funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, in middle school, I didn't have this in high school, but. The cuts they make, I think, keep the story the same enough. Yeah. And the, really, the only scene that I feel like they extended uh, was actually there's one change I don't agree with. They changed most of the fight in Arlong Park. They just yeah. kind of like swapped it all around. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It serves the same purpose. So, like, it still works. Oh, well, that's next. And, okay. uh, and uh, everything else was good. I lost my train of thought. Zeph, Sorry, I'm, Sanji I'm and Zeph's backstory. They made that way longer, I feel like. Yeah. Because in the manga, it's just it's one chapter. Yeah. It's a few pages. It's quick. Mm -hmm. And it, it, it hits so well in the live action. Yeah. Nice. That might be my favorite change. Okay. Good. Um, I really liked how they handled Sanji's character. Mm -hmm. um, that, that character is always going to be a challenge because it's like classic manga, anime, like over overly pervy guy how do you bring that to today's audience in a way that's not like really creepy and off-putting mm -hmm. right off that um i love this i knew it was going to work um so my my fiance nicole uh loves that i love one piece um but several things she can't stand about it um probably the number one thing she's like, i can't watch it all of these women have these incredibly unrealistic proportions yeah oh that's how we'll say it and uh uh, she uh, said, oh, yeah, they're normal. That's nice. <laughs> I was very glad. I can I'm stomach this. <laughs> they didn't try to go for that. Yeah, I am too. I am too. Yeah. Um, no, I think you're right, though, TJ. The, the, the show really did well, for the most part, with pacing. The changes that they made felt really necessary. Um, I liked what they did with Garp. Um, I think it was 
a wise choice looking back. Um, shoot, I love what they did with the, the whole scene with Mihawk and Don Krieg, um, who you, you don't really get to meet, but like feels like one of the most superfluous villains in the whole series. Like, I think I loved that they did that to him and just like wrote him off real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, I, the only thing that I would, I loved most of the characters. I thought Usopp was great. Um, I thought Sanji was great. I thought they nailed the casting for Nami. I think she, she did it really well. Um, Luffy is, um, Luffy is going to have to be a little bit different, I think in live action than he is in the manga. Um, and the sense I got that in this series, Luffy is just has to be of necessity, a little bit more aware of his actions and, and what's going on in on a larger scale than Luffy displays to me in the manga. Luffy is just like blissfully unaware and uncaring at all times, the manga. And you can't have that character in live action. It's just different. Mm -hmm. Um, So, but I think, um, you know, Inyaki is just so damn charming, excuse me, dang charming. And uh, he, you know, Oda talked about the, uh, the casting choice um, and he was chosen because he made Oda laugh. And that is, that is what one piece is about. It's supposed to be a goofy, funny, uh, wonderful story. Um, he, he embodies that if you, if you have a moment, go to YouTube and watch, uh, there's a great, um, there's a great YouTube video of a compilation of, uh, Inyaki scaring McKenyu, who's the Zorro actor in different interviews. Cause he's so loud and boisterous like a Luffy would be. Um, and it's just, it's, it's pure comedic, uh, gold. Um, the, in, in that I'll say the only only sort of acting piece I would have liked to have seen a little bit more um, is Zoro. Actually, mm-hmm. um, McKinney is an established Japanese actor. He's great. He, I, mean, I thought he did a great job. I just the choice okay. to make Zoro very stoic at all times um, yeah. is something that I was a little bit sad by because Zoro does have that side to him. Um, it, and it comes out when it needs to come out, I think, in the story, in the manga, and in the anime. But also, there's this, like, delightfully playful side to him. Um, uh, and he is the butt of a lot of comedic jokes mm-hmm. um, in One Piece. And that didn't come up, and I missed that. That's one yeah. thing I missed. Yeah, but he very much is the guy who will put six tons on the end of a stick and, yeah. you know, overhead swing that a thousand times a day. <laughs> but he's also really, really funny. Yeah. Right. And that, that level to him was, was lost, which, which is unfortunate. Right. So, so we're going to talk about gear five. Um, I think um, the way to transition into this, hold on one second is uh, let's add this to the many things that are going, uh, the long list of things that are really going to complicate live action one piece mm-hmm. as it goes forward. The, the most um, pressing question is how they're going to do uh, everyone's favorite Tony, Tony chopper um, who is, well, a reindeer who eats the human human fruit and can transform between reindeer and human and stay in the middle most of the time. How do they bring that live action? Um, yeah. Do they puppet it? Do they CGI? Like, what do they do? So does this um, happen in this season? But or, or do you think they're up? To, it's doing well, so it's going to get a second season. This is definitely yeah. So get second more. season will most definitely probably have to do something with Chopper in it. Um, that that arc either they skip it, it or I don't know how they do it. Um, the but, second season guaranteed. Um, I, I don't think. So. I don't know if it's been officially guaranteed. It's it's probably all but certain to happen at this point. I think they wrote it already. Did they? Okay. I, I saw that. I'm not sure if it was a credible source, but I'm pretty sure I saw that. Okay. I've, okay. I've heard some whispers, but I haven't. Um, 
uh, I'll say I this don't know if the, I've seen anything like directly from Netflix. Yeah, which is where this, I see them. This is the best anime live action adaptation I Hands think down. that exists. Uh, I do think the Death Note one is better than it gets credit for. Okay, entirely because of Willem Dafoe as Ryuk. Everything else in the movie is bad. So, <laughs> well, I don't know if it lives up to me yet um, to the Dragon Ball movie. Um, oh yeah 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 i forgot about that sorry complete sarcasm mm-hmm. here folks um but gear five will oh um, speed racer uh oh speed racer i actually really found speed, speed racer into your that, that's on that's on on max right now and i have it queued up like i want to watch that all the way through okay. so like i, I don't know I, if you're being sarcastic you actually really not, speed racer is great speed racer okay. is <laughs> what over the most underrated unsung like just okay. watch that movie and ponder your life and um Okay. Things become clear, but um, Gear Five is is um, Luffy's most recent and probably ultimate power up um, in the series. I don't know if I want to say anything other than that, except for the fact that we waited on something like this um, for a very very long time to happen to Luffy, mm-hmm. um, and it finally, when it came about, um, paid off. Um, paid off big time. So, um, yeah, this, uh, um, one of the, one of the, I think (laughs) things that keeps, sorry, my cat is, uh, decided to, um, play with my pop collection, which I do not like. Um, uh, (laughs) (laughs) but, uh, one of the things about one piece, I think that that keeps me going is all of these unanswered questions. What's the nature of Luffy's power? Um, Mm -hmm. what about all of these mysteries that really, really season one didn't really, only mystery that season one got into was what is where is the one piece which is the driving one for sure but along the way so much world building um occurs so many questions get asked that really haven't even been answered as of yet and we're waiting for that payoff and if if the most recent arc that's ongoing the egghead island arc um is any indication the payoff is going to be very sweet mm-hmm. <laughs> when we get to some of those questions. oh yeah we're we're like on the cusp of falling into the pit of knowledge correct yeah. like mm-hmm. uh, yeah. but if you were wondering will gear five would be like a like a season 10 live action thing okay. probably yeah. 10 or 11 yeah okay mm-hmm. for sure yeah huge deal though uh if you if you you know get more interested in one piece just watch like the most recent eight episodes yeah. yeah. And, I, and I think that, you know, in terms of fandom, like is where you're jumping on point, you know, kind of thing. Same with Star Wars. There's so much content or Marvel MCU, so much content. There's certain comic books been out, have like 700, 800 issues. And so they play around with reboots and, and mm-hmm. new number ones and jumping on points and things. Hey, g'day. The, um, and, and I think for me, looking at the anime and looking at the manga, like where do I jump in? It's, it's so overwhelming of how much is other. But so the show was a great jumping on point to learn about this world mm-hmm. and so I, I think it pulled it off and 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 that's good so yeah maybe maybe they were hoping to do that with ahsoka too you know pulling it full circle about like um you know they're like oh cool you like these characters then it, while we wait for this writer strike to go to be over and and you wait for the next season then you're going to go back and watch rebels you can go back and watch clone wars and and find these things so yeah i'm all for it they're, they're driving people to the content because they want people to keep streaming mm-hmm. um and pay for their subscriptions but but for the in terms of the the world building and the characters um i'm, I'm there for it so i'm i'm Glad to be a part of One Piece family too, even though I'm 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 just a, a young, young, young Padawan at this point. Yeah. 
You should start now. You should start reading the manga now. You could okay. you could do the manga and, and get caught up. James, do you have the hard copies? Um, I have several of them. Um, you have number one, the first. I do have number one. I have like one through five for sure. Okay, I'll borrow that from you. Okay, cool. Right now, yeah, I have yeah. to do it. I actually, I just saw a video recently. A guy figured out the cost of owning all of One Piece currently. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like uh, eleven, twelve hundred dollars. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> just then. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's like with discounts. There's like a lot of good discounts. Right. Yeah, it's a cool. It's an, it's an expensive. Like, all right. Discount. Like a dollar. That's a dollar per chapter. <laughs> <laughs> Almost. It's worth it. Um, worth it. It is. Um, worth it. I heavily considered it. I think you should. We all geek out on something. We all collect yeah. something. Just a, you know, buy two or three at a time every month, and yeah, you know, I could just the rest of your life. I could put them on that wall, and then eventually have a really interesting thing to look at that isn't these hats. This is not <laughs> going to do fun things to my sound, but this Always is there. my current. Uh, mm. Nice. You want to get them all shelves. Yeah. We should take that. That's another episode, like a YouTube. We could take a picture of our geek shelf and then like put them up on a slide and then describe it to our. Oh, our do we want to get geeky? Hold on. Let me not give anybody motion sickness. Yeah. I built this two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. These, I can't get it to focus on this no matter what I do, but these are my most recent four D&D characters. It was art I had commissioned. This one's on my credit card, actually. Which I will not be showing on on live. <laughs> he is on Focus in on that, folks. Somebody's out there doing it right now. This one's named Tiberius. Oh. Josh, very well if should. You're, if you're watching. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, cool. Well, yeah, Ahsoka is uh, in, incredible so far. I think we've got some consensus on that. Excited to see where it goes next. One Piece did, did the, met the met the expectation. The One Piece for so many more people now is real, um, and I think they that they have just begun their journey, and so that is um, that's great. So um, everyone, thanks for uh, jumping in here with us tonight um, and watching us talk about some things that we love. Um, as always, uh, connect with us on any of our social medias, uh, Systematic Ecology. Support us on Captivate um, so we can get more people to be a part of this conversation. And as always, in the words of one of my mentors, the geek in me honors the geek in you. This was an Anazao Ministries podcast. If you enjoyed this show and would like to learn more about our network, be sure to check out the Anazao Ministries podcast network.